In French-speaking areas, high school teachers were called professor, monsieur le professeur. If there were questions about measurements or volume, and that happened frequently in the city of Geneva, his former students were happy to consult him. Roger had a 46-year-old son who worked for the last 14 years as a physicist at the Conseil Européen pour la Recherche Nucléaire, CERN. This son had the same first name as his father. That is why Roger's wife called him Mon Petit Roger, My Little Roger. Roger Sr. had become a triple grandfather through Roger Jr. The family had done well, and he should have been able to enjoy his existence as a pensioner without any worries. If only there hadn't been the fluttering and intrusive lights that materialized at irregular intervals at foot level by his television armchair. Roger's wife's name was Madeleine, but he called her Didi, his term of endearment, because Madeleine, so he thought, made her sound like a maid and a servant. And every few years Roger fell prey to some whim. Madeleine called it his obsessions. They came and went like the seasons, or the sudden urges of pregnant women for a particular food. On one occasion, he had planted thirty palm shoots in his garden in a fit of enthusiasm so that it would make him feel as if he were in the South Pacific. The unexpectedly freezing winter turned his South Pacific into Alaska. Another time he held forth that every reasonable paterfamilias had to ensure that he had a power generator in the house— he acquired a diesel engine and dug an illegal pit in the cellar, which he sealed with asphalt. When the power failed in the whole district, the police moved in. His tank was against the law, they yelled, and was polluting the groundwater. It had to be pumped out immediately. The whole house stank of diesel for weeks. Another episode worth mentioning was the one with the tunnel. He needed an escape tunnel to save himself and his loved ones below ground in the event of a disaster, Roger asserted with a deadly serious face. He dug valiantly with crowbars, pickaxes, and shovels for twelve weeks, and even employed helpers whom he remunerated generously for their silence. Then the groundwater came flooding into the cellar, not all of a sudden, but rising day after day. Ever since then, Didi had dismissively called the cellar Loch Ness. People thought of Roger as kind and helpful, just a bit eccentric, sometimes. And now, the business with the odd lights on the floor. Was he beginning totally to lose the plot? For two weeks there had been these strange goings-on. Roger had bought the daily paper at the kiosk, drank a couple of beers in the Bar du Léman, and when he got home, greeted Didi in the kitchen. Like every evening, he'd thrown himself into his ancient leather armchair and waited for Didi's call to dinner. As he was leafing through the paper, he was suddenly irritated by a flickering light by his left foot. It was probably some reflection from outside, and then it disappeared as quickly as it had come. Then it reappeared. Twice. Three times. Where did the light come from? Roger went to the window. His eyes searched the street up and down for a car headlight, a reflective piece of material, children playing with flashlights, anything that had not been there on previous evenings. He registered no changes. 
Furthermore, it was the middle of March, and the sun had sunk below the horizon. Irritated, Roger returned to his armchair. Was he seeing things that did not exist? Was it his brain? Were his eyes playing tricks on him? He stared at his shoes. At that moment it happened again. A knot of colors formed above the tip of his left foot and arranged itself into a rectangle. Roger pulled his shoe away. The colors remained, floating about thirty centimeters above the floor. Roger pushed his shoe back into them. The rectangle of light remained unchanged. Roger went to the wall and turned up all the light switches. The light in the living room shone brightly. Roger knelt down and felt the carpet, pushing with both hands. The funny light had meanwhile collapsed, just like when a screen is switched off. Roger went to the kitchen and asked Didi for a flashlight. Didi always knew where everything was. Are you looking for something?